Welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I am Tom Dekar, the Wolf of Dog Street. Joined as always... <laughs> I think that's the first time anyone's ever enjoyed that. <laughs> Wait, what? That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I'm joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, buddy? I'm doing Who wrote well. these introductions? Uh, third party. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's introduce our guest. You already heard her, the baddest bitch in town, uh, Christy Cello. Yay, you guys! Thank you for having me. Sorry, I interrupted both of your introductions. <laughs> I don't just care. I just didn't expect that at all, and it really. <laughs> I was taken aback, so I apologize for that. <laughs> we're so excited to have you, Christy. You're one of our favorites, and we're very excited about this topic because we somehow haven't covered it, even though it's a big band that we would I talk know. about. I don't know how this has happened, but really, found, it's so funny because Christy pitched one of the best pitches we've ever had, and she also <laughs> pitched Jewel, an episode we did like two weeks ago. That episode's not even buried in the ground yet. That episode's yeah, still it's alive. Not even cold. <laughs> Amy Silverberg's not even cold. <laughs> That's Amy, so funny. Amy FaceTimed me yesterday, and normally I hate when people FaceTime me, but it, she it was perfect because she just I immediately started. She goes, "I wrote a song for you," and it was very offensive. And then, <laughs> and, then and then she goes, "Okay, that's it." And she hung up. <laughs> it was a very good Amy Silverberg moment. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we already talked about Jewel, unfortunately. But I think that this is uh, this is a great topic because we're talking about new kids on the block today. Woo! I'm shocked, you guys. I fully expected you to come back and be like. No, we can't do that one. We've already talked about it. Like, I don't even get how you've talked about any boy bands without first paying tribute to the OG boy band. It's fair. I have we. I know we talked about In Sync at some point, Tommy. Have we talked about the Backstreet Boys on here? I think we did on a live one, but they haven't had their own episode yet. Oh, we got to get the BSB boys their own their own episode, man. That's crazy. Like, let me tell you, I'm not about, actually, I am about to invite myself back, but I know a lot of boy band. Like, I'm a boy band guru, Ooh. so if you want to have me back to talk boy bands, anything like that. We'll do a special just, series, know. the Christy Cello boy band series that we'll do. I like you know that. what? The, pe- the people want it. The people want it. So, you know, don't deny the people what they've been asking you for. You know? I think the people have been aching for more Christy Cello since her debut appearance on a live episode <laughs> in which <laughs> she famously in the we we instituted a policy on the live shows <laughs> so that people wouldn't feel left out or feel that uh, if they lost in the first round. That they we hadn't wasted their entire evening, and so we we let people join up with the person they lost to. It's been a very fun bit, and I'm pretty sure 100 percent of the time people have taken us up on it, 
minus one time when in the first round, maybe the first battle even. I think it was Christy the first battle. Christy, refu- <laughs> Christy refused to join. I believe it was J.P. McDade, right? Mm-hmm. It was John Mayer. <laughs> and, yes. and instead sat front row and seethed <laughs> the entire show. <laughs> And then followed up by sending us lots of messages pointing out how crazy what she did was. I think about it all the time. I think I blacked out. Like, I don't know. I don't remember. Like, it comes to me in, like, flashes. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I went so fucking hard that night. I, I know. It was, it was life or death for me. And I fully expect, you know, I was coming from this roast battle underground. Like, I thought it was going to be Fight Club. And your fans are, are so nice. And I and they, it was, it was a hard night for me. I really misread the room. <laughs> I like how you're so- I, I struggled. You're leaving the un- the underground of Comedy Central roast battles to do the mainstream Union Hall one-off show. <laughs> Uh, and you were also great at it. It's just, you said one thing that I think you got really freaked out that the audience was upset. <laughs> I can't remember what you even said, but it was something. I think I, I think it was when I called John Mayer autistic. Oh yeah, that may have been pretty it. early on. You know, I didn't I didn't say it just that, but I think almost immediately I like led with autism, which is never a great choice. Especially when you're going against JP, who also seems like he might be autistic, and so you were you were saying that to the face of autism almost, um, and maybe that's a wild accusation of JP, but <laughs> we'll have to have JP on to defend himself. <laughs> oh my god, yeah! Like, and it's funny because the approach too. Like, I re- I love that live show so much, and like. The comics, like, you can t- you can be methodical in your approach. Like, you could go in with all the facts about your band, or you can go in tearing down the other one. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't, I didn't really know anything that much about Jonas Brothers. I just really wanted to rip apart John Mayer. So I, I thought I was being tactical, but, you know, sometimes you just... You know, you, you. I committed so hard. So after I lost and I was asked to join <laughs> JP, I just felt like I couldn't. Like, I was like, I don't, I already came this far. Like, you got to go down guns blazing. Very respectable. <laughs> yes. It if you makes haven't listened no to that sense. Up, <laughs> if you haven't listened to that up, now you have some backstory to it. Go back and listen to I think we have that one up on, online. Yeah. It's uh, live at Union Hall, one of them. We, did, we have a couple up like that, but... The one with JP and Christy on it. Um, very funny. Well, you so. brought up Backstreet Boys, uh, or we brought it up, and I, I, it did interest me because I never really listened to New Kids on the Block, and I always assumed that they sounded like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, and they really mm-hmm. don't. So I was surprised. I got to tell you, I was very surprised. Listening to them today, because they, they also missed me over, like, I I was like, they were the, gen, like, the, not generation, but kind of. They were like... The one before. right before when I got on board. Yeah. And yeah. so I was really surprised because I was reading all this shit about Donnie and about 
how he blew them away with his rapping skills and then <laughs> and then and then I listened to it and I was like this is not what I was expecting at all. It reminded me kind of like Boys to Men or something. It's very like yeah. sweet and like clearly aiming at young women and older women too it felt like. It was a very strange sound that I was not <laughs> expecting. That makes me happy that you guys had that reaction and I totally agree like the time it, I think for me, I have sisters and I have an older sister and she she was obsessed with New Kids on the Block. And so that is why I, because most, you know, people I think our age, it is, like you said, not a generation, but it's like slightly older than we are. But because I wanted to do like everything my sister Nicole did. Um, I was into them. Like I, I just knew I did everything she did and I just knew everything. Like I know I had, I knew all the members. I knew all the songs. Um, I went to an autograph signing that they had. (laughs) Yeah. So this is, this was like the story. I don't know if it's too soon for me. No, no, jump in. I love it. Most people okay, have zero so. stories when they come in, yes. so don't worry. And frankly, zero to say. <laughs> Most of our guests are fucking knobs. And me and Tommy bring all the heat. We carry them to the finish line, and they barely stumble over. <laughs> you carry them to the finish line. <laughs> Tommy and I take each one of their legs and put it over our shoulder, and even then, as we try to cross the finish, they fall backwards. We go, we have to drag them. <laughs> and their feet, and I like that. Head I like bumps that. on the ground. I like that this analogy makes your show a race that you guys win every time. <laughs> like, that's a fun way to think of it. Um, okay, so yeah, I went to. New Kids on the Block is from Massachusetts. They're from like right outside of South. Boston or they're from Dorchester. That, wait, what? Dorchester. Why are you laughing? Tom? It's just because, yeah, we know <laughs> that part. Like, just the, the Wahlbergs are pretty famous. Okay, all right. No, I no, know. no. I, but no, I was. It just made me. But no, you're you're right to set this backdrop. It just made me laugh. Like, where are them fucking <laughs> Wahlbergs from? <laughs> all right, all right. That that makes sense. Um, I am from Rhode Island, and they had a autograph signing at a bookstore in Dorchester. And my my older sister and all her friends went, and I like begged my mom to like take me with them. It was like my sister's friend Alyssa's mom organized it. I begged them to have me come. And we waited in, and they said, yes, fine. And we waited in line, and I wrote two love letters, one to Joey McIntyre and one to Jordan Knight. And I looked so adorable. I had, like, a New Kids on the Block t-shirt on. I had pigtails. I was, like, very cute as a kid. Guess that the local news channel picked me out of the line, brought me to the front, had me read my love letter to Joey McIntyre on the local news and he picked me up and gave me a hug and I got to meet all I mean we all met all of them because it was like an autograph signing but I got like singled out that's amazing a love letter to Joey McIntyre 
That is incredible. Is the footage anywhere that you have or your family has? My mom had found it. Like, they just aired it on, like, the local news. And I I don't know how my mom had it, but for a while she had a VHS tape Mm -hmm. that had it on it. But she thinks when she, like, moved houses at one point she lost it because now she doesn't know where it is. But I would give my fucking arm (laughs) to find that footage. That is so incredible. I would give up up at least a toe (laughs) to see that I just tried to search if there was any footage of it online. I know that's a stretch, but sometimes you can find shit like that. That's like not a bad, you know, I haven't, I've never done a deep dive into the internet for it, but it happened. I feel like there's a chance it's on the internet somewhere. I don't know who would have shared it, but, uh, I, I bet I, I, there's a chance. You never know. I found some weird shit, uh, online. Like, have you guys seen pornography? (laughs) (laughs) What's Uh, that? (laughs) <laughs> when a man and a woman love each other um, <laughs> and and Tommy McNamara has a wad of bills to throw at him okay. um, they make, <laughs> uh, no, I wanted um, to talk about I think it's really interesting the story of this band that I didn't know until today I was genuinely interested in it so Maurice Starr is this guy who created New Edition which was right. a black group that sang R&B I love Bobby Brown got extremely popular and then he had the idea like if i got a group of white kids to do this it would be huge and he was right and he basically started you know (laughs) and just found this group of kids he found donnie first and then they ended up becoming literally they were the highest paid entertainers in america in 1991 after like obviously it took there was stuff between him putting them together and that happening but still that's so crazy he had this idea and it like a hundred percent worked so well they were making more money in one concert than Scottie Pippen made in nine <laughs> years. <laughs> it is so incredible to me how with so often with boy bands, it's not like an organic thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it is a they plop these different people. OK, we need a bad boy. We need a young one. The cutie. Sure. We need well, this one for I like, think the moms. This was big in that era, too, I think. And it was just all the, all these like teen bands. It felt like were kind of industry creations where they go, who can we get to fit these parts? Um and I didn't. I actually didn't know that Mark Wahlberg was a part of the band at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was well the yeah. original band. Do you guys know the name of the yeah. original band? It's so bad. I do. And know let's it. go with. Chris, let's ask Christy since we both. Wait, can you started. give me? I don't. But can you give me a hint? Okay, I'll give you a hint. Me? It was the name was something none of the children knew what it meant and it was something that maurice came up with and it's it was very hard to find the information for some reason but i found it it's something that uh the uh three uh stooges would say (laughs) oh like dope (laughs) it's along those lines but much more confusing pow boom pow that is pretty close. It is a uh, Nenuk, uh, based on Nenet. Um, I thought it was Nina. <laughs> it's it's I, the, what I read the pronun- the pronunciation. It, it's it's N Y N. Uh, what was the right? E-K UK, UK UK Yeah, and it's but the pronunciation I read said not Nanuk or something like that. It could be what who fucking is knows. That? Why? Apparently, it was also the dog in the the Lost Boys mm-hmm. or something like that. 
But it's funny. Oh, the, I hate that. Yeah, the so did the fucking label, who were like, we will not pick that. We will we'll turn this down if this band name doesn't change. And all the kids were like, yeah, fuck this name. And then they went with a song that Donnie had I co-written called uh, "New Kids on the Block." Yeah, there's not going to be an so autograph good. signing for Nine Nook. <laughs> no one's lining up for that. Nine Nook and- really does feel like something. <laughs> Like they were trying to slip in some sort of like Hitler messages or something. <laughs> yeah, New Kids on the Block is so good, and you can have like NKOTB. Like if you were cool, you were just like, yeah, NKOTB. Like NKOTB think- always bothered me because it feels more clunky. That because I it 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 I almost seems like a different word, and I remember the first couple because they they did that that comeback concert or tour, and I remember yes. people were posting about it, and I was like, "What the fuck is in KOTB?" I assumed it was like a K-pop band or something. I, I was very <laughs> confused by it. That is really honestly, I just feel like that's telling about you that that would confuse you. <laughs> it's just the letter. Wow, I guess I'm like, learning a lot about myself letter. today. <laughs> But yet they. Do you got it? <laughs> no, go ahead, Tommy. I was going to say they do. They sound <laughs> very R and B, which I think is really interesting. And I want to play one of your songs that you picked, which was a cover of a Delphonic song, which were a seventies R and B group. Um, that I, I knew lie. because it was in Jackie Brown, which is an amazing movie, and this is their cover of "Didn't I." My favorite song. One of them. So good. It's so good. And you're like, it's the riffs and like the, like they were very, they're very R and B. It's a, and it's a good and, cover too. It's not like a shitty pop version of a seventies R and B song. It's like a faithful yeah. cover where they sound really good. I yeah. think so too. I mean, I think they really had like sort of their lead singer, Jordan Knight had this beautiful high falsetto that in all the songs he would do these high, like, and like that was like his thing like it was just like that that was like his thing you know it it always cracks me up i've never really found falsetto very sexy (laughs) but it's like okay like i don't want to like i'm not turned on by a man that sounds like a boy i don't know why that is like a thing people like but with his falsetto that was like when he went falsetto it was was he was he your number one crush in the group he was my number two. I did write him a love letter. My number one, get ready, buckle up, 
Joey McIntyre. Wow. <laughs> and I think it was because he was the youngest in the group and I was the youngest amongst like my sister and her friends. So I always just felt like it would make sense that I would be with the young one because like I was the young one. I had that with Baby Spice, where I was like, that's the closest to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a baby. <laughs> but it's so, like, it really, it's, I, I, I really do love all of them. Like, I do, you know, it's funny, because looking back, I appreciate Danny Wood a lot more in the group. I think he's really, really handsome. I was never that into Danny. He was always, like, one of my least... Favorites and Jonathan Knight, who's just Jordan Knight's brother, who really he was the one that was just kind of there. Like he was the Kevin of the Backstreet Boys. Like he just was there. I feel like it was rare people had the signs for Jonathan, but um he actually developed after the a lot of the band's success, but before the comeback tour, like crippling anxiety. And there was a time where he was almost straight up like, I'm making this i'm not making this up but i don't quote me on any of this because i don't know the facts but i believe it it was almost like is it agoraphobic when you don't leave your home Mm -hmm. it was he really developed i think from you know the success he was for a while and he had to work on it well he was also a closeted gay man the entire time and he was hiding that and i think that fed into all of the anxiety and stuff and that didn't come out until he got accidentally outed on a bravo show in 2011 when he had never publicly (gasps) said that he was gay Um, are you serious i didn't i knew he was a gay man but i didn't know that's how he got outed yeah and it was uh, (laughs) a tiffany who he had dated who they used to open for and then she they flipped and she opened for them was on a bravo show talking to andy cohen and she like mentioned that he was gay and then he tweeted like (laughs) Uh, that it was never public and it was like it had never been a thing so i thought that was Was tiffany was tiffany like oh shit sorry she felt horrible and sent this like you know very sincere apology and he was like very gracious about it it wasn't like a big you know it wasn't like a public feud okay wait sorry that was mcintyre no that was jonathan knight no jonathan knight oh i see um but i I thought that was fascinating I was reading stuff about Jordan Knight and uh, not. Uh, we'll get to it after that. I just was like, I wanted to make sure I was hearing the right person. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So Joey McIntyre was my fave, but they like. Uh, if you guys have ever watched concert footage, like they would, they were very. They didn't start off this way, like super hardcore but as they got more successful very sexual like the guys would like pull up their shirts and they would do these like body rolls like it was like and these kids they were teens but they were very sexy and they each had their role and it's just like how boy bands are do do little do kid girls enjoy that part of the concert you think (laughs) <laughs> like like this guy who's like 28 is just humping the air and shit I, I, <laughs> he's like got a hard dick and just, yeah and they're like I'm 12 oh no <laughs> just curious I feel like I was on the younger side of their fan base and yeah I, I don't know I, I think that most of their fan I mean yeah they were teens but they were like not that far away in age from them but they they thought oh like 
I think their fan base were girls that were like, if they met me, I I would go out with them. Like they would like me. I could date them. Like I sure. think that was how a lot of their fans saw it. And they're so talented and their songs are so good. I oh, I just love them. I listen to them often. I really do. It takes me back. There was um this is kind of a downer to bring up, but there was a girl got trampled to death at one of their concerts. Which actually happened. That's it was the show. <laughs> so this. Thank Holy you guys shit. for having me. <laughs> That's crazy. So. The, All right, guys, take care. So the the reason I brought this up uh, for humor is. <laughs> so this was this was in an L.A. Weekly article called 10 like interesting facts about new kids on the block," and this is the header: When new kids got big, they got really big. A girl was trampled to death at a concert in South Korea. J-Lo oh was a backup God. dancer for them. And then just starts listing other facts. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that should be its own separate fact. That yeah, shouldn't that's not be... like a 10 fun facts sort of <laughs> it's thing. It's not like one of the crazy things. Oh. Like, yeah, it Joey like... has a tattoo on his ass cheek. <laughs> and also, a girl was trampled. <laughs> that's not a... Uh... Woo! <laughs> Donnie hates math. And also, a girl died. <laughs> Aren't the same at all. That's really fucked up. It was hysteria. It was like Beatles mania. Did you, it was like Michael Jackson level startup. Um, did you yeah. go to their concerts ever? Or just the autograph no. signing? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go. Um, I didn't, you know, I went just to the signing and my older sister went with Alyssa for her fucking birthday and I could not go and I threw a fit and I was so upset. <laughs> my mom was like, Christy, these aren't your friends. Like, go make your own friends, you fucking idiot. But, so no, I never went. I ended up later in my life going to at least 10 in sync concerts. And I, I got to live that fantasy where I was the person that would write JC on my face and cry. Hell yeah. For Jesus so you Christ, were JC over Justin? <laughs> oh, I was JC a thousand percent over Justin. I was like Joey Fatone over Justin. Really? I like wasn't, you know what? You have to have a lot of confidence to, to keep the last name fat one. <laughs> That's the kind of guy I want to be with. Someone who's that fucking confident to not change his last name when he was the biggest one in the group. Yeah, he should have did he should have pulled an Adele and uh changed his name to Skinny One. But like, come on, that's a confident guy. I've always liked that. So, no, I was never that into Justin Timberlake. Um Let's play another song. But yeah, but What do you Oh, yes. Yes, let's hear let's hear some more music. Which one should we play, Christy? Oh my god. Um okay. I my favorite song, but I don't think you should play this next is Tonight. I love it so much, but that does remind me a little bit too much of Did and I. So why don't we play one of their bad boy hits like Hangin' Tough? Wait, this which like which, which one? Boy. This is like Donnie Wahlberg's like Time to Shine. Which one? Uh Hangin' Tough. Okay, I cool. Did you that one? You didn't, but I'll play. I got it. Okay. Oh, Take a chance. <laughs> Just get on the floor to the new kids' stand. 
That's the toughest song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's so, that last part where it was like, we're going to put you in a trance with this funky song. <laughs> I really, I, I'm in a trance. This song's too funky. <laughs> you got to do the new kids dance. You got to. <laughs> you got to get out of the floor to the new kids dance. And then you know it's badass when they're just blowing referee whistles. Throughout. Oh, true. Like, like the, just lay it on out of bounds. This you whole know, thing out of bounds. That's a foul. <laughs> Look, <laughs> these refs are not having it. This is all not by the rules. The um, hell no. Oh, I love that. That was a good one. That's like they're. They, you know what? They're 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 range. They had the romance. They had the crooner songs, but they also hung tough. True. True. Um. I, I was reading about this song. The new kids producer and writer, uh, Marie Starr, wrote this song with the tough time the boy band had getting things off the ground in mind. He recalled in 1000 UK number one hits by John Kuttner and Spencer Lee, we needed a song that symbolized what we had been through. So I came up with this title, Hanging Tough. And I think what they had been through is one flop. Like, I think that, the, yeah, the debut album didn't kill it. And I I read this, I read this like uh, this little I think it's like a bio. It's or, let's see, it's like a weird yeah. It's on biography.com, and uh, it's uh, um, this article called "New Kids on the Block: The Hurdles They Overcame Before Enjoying Pop Music Success." And it opens with uh, talking about how they're from Boston. It says, "Yet they started out as a group of kids from rougher parts of Boston who had no guarantees of this kind of success." Yeah, nobody has guarantee. No one has guarantees of that kind of success. No one. That's an insane. What a bad. It's, I agree. And I like, just don't how care are about they their over? Right. And I don't like that. It's like they over. Like, if you're gonna go with an angle, don't make it. They overcame. They're like fifteen. <laughs> like, like you know, like it's not like they they've. They have years, and they're not 35 getting success. Yeah, these kids were washed up. No (laughs) career at all. And uh, they also, like, they talk about having to... uh, They were part of the group of kids who, when schools started, like, segregating around that area that they're from, and uh, they said that it made them more comfortable. It's... Their their discussion on it is very strange. All of oh, their boy. race shit is very weird. <laughs> I I had to look up. I'm glad to see that Maurice Starr was black because he's. It says that he uh, he had a lawsuit with um uh wait who's the band that he had before um, New Edition New Edition yeah New Edition he had a lawsuit for the, with them because they they broke ties with him and then he, he goes and now I'm gonna start this whole thing over with a white man and I was like thank god he is not white what a bad look that would be yeah <laughs> 
but it is yeah it's really interesting like so they got accused of lip syncing and people said yes people also said they thought marie star was actually singing some of the vocals in with the his booth. brother <laughs> that was really funny <laughs> his brother patrick star <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so they got accused of lip syncing and they were in Australia. They flew to LA, did the Arsenio Hall show to sing live to prove that they didn't lip sync. To, to prove it, yeah. And then flew back to Australia, which is so crazy to me. <laughs> like, if we don't get that a. That is so crazy. Especially, yeah, and especially because, like, think about, you know, when boy bands were, like, in their pro. Like, and like Britney Spears, like it was a rarity she sang live. I mean, totally. everybody lip sang. Yeah. But back then, that was, you know, a real crime against humanity. Yeah, for sure. And I like how they also went to Arsenio Hall. I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, there's. I, did you read the same article I read, uh, Tommy? It's this thing from 1992 by Chuck Phillips. And it's in the L.A. Times. It says, new kids on the spot. Yes. Charges fly over whose voices prevail. And I love that this was available. Uh, just this article from 92. I know. And it's uh, they talked to Gregory uh, McPherson, the University of Massachusetts music teacher, whose lip sync allegations last week caused an uproar in the world of teen sensations, new kids on the block. Uh, he says that it's ironic that they're going on Arsenio Hall to defend their honor. And... He was he was touring with them, right? Or he was he, like uh, the musical director the of the yes. band. So he had sued them, and it was really just because he thought that um, the other guy owed him money, and then they mm. clearly settled the money dispute, and then the lawsuit was dropped, and no one ever spoke of it again until today. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're digging it back up. We've got McPherson on the line. <laughs> Christy, what do you have to say about this man getting ripped off? <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> we got to start doing more gotcha stuff, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, you guys should just start doing more pranks. Mm-hmm. You know, just pranking people. That's always fun. It's a good time. We should start. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> we should start a, call, a show called Prank Crankers and, and really fucking prank call some people. That's um, so original. I love that. <laughs> But, yeah, so they go on Arsenio Hall. It seems like, uh, by all accounts, they, they really proved themselves there. <laughs> and and, uh, and everything turned out all right. Good. <laughs> everything ended up happily ever after. <laughs> um, before I forget, and before we get too deep into this episode, we do have a voicemail from Jared on this one. So uh, this is a weekly segment we do. Our friend of the podcast slash foe, because he's our... Our resident snob, Jared Thompson, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, um, and the co-founder of the Limestone Comedy Festival, which, if everything goes according to plan, will be happening in the fall, so look out for that. Jared Uh, is hard at work on a vaccine. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Jared is is at work, and he he says that... uh, I'm pretty sure Jared is quoted with saying uh, that this is all a hoax, (laughs) and uh, he'll probably talk about that in this voicemail. So um, (laughs) here is our weekly segment. They went to Jared. Here's Jared Thompson's thoughts on New Kids on the Block. What's up, y'all? This week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending New Kids on the Block. Um, This is, uh, you know, I was... 
I guess not. I didn't. I had forgotten that they had an album in '86. It wasn't. I don't really think it was a huge thing. Obviously, Hanging Tough, which was which was a couple years later, was their sort of uh, sailing off point. I was 11 when that album came out, and you know, I think that it fits squarely into what I would expect my memory of this to be, which is like. It wasn't good, but we just sort of felt like it just was something you had to put up with. Um, Obviously, some people really liked them. I think my wife was a fan. Um, But it's weird because I do feel like that this, you know, they are in some ways responsible for some of the worst aspects (laughs) of popular music uh, since then. Um, it's harmless, so you kind of don't really think of it in, in the same way that you would, you know, stuff that was, like, offensive to the ear. But, you know, the onslaught to come with, you know, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, <laughs> that type of stuff, obviously would never have existed without this. And I don't know that that's something to celebrate, even though, you know, we did get JT out of uh, NSYNC. Um I mean, I have sympathy for this because I was a kid when it happened. So, like, it's not going to be... I'm not going to hate it the way I do, like, LFO or whatever. Like, it's not that bad. But it's definitely not aged well. And it's kind of embarrassing to listen to. But anyway. All right. Thanks, guys. Wow. That's a hot take. It's interesting that he brought up LFO, considering the line from the song, and which, by the way, I've had stuck in my head all day. That is interesting. The wait, summer in Summer Girls, they reference New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. Which, by the way, what a weird <laughs> lyric. <laughs> I know. Well, that whole song's weird as hell. It is. I have a I feeling like that the, guy just had yeah. Crohn's. And, uh, <laughs> I don't think Chinese food made him say that. What a weird thing to add in. Do you remember the Eminem well, was- uh, parodying that? Yes. I looked this up today. Uh, the lyrics I are pretty offensive. So, yeah, Eminem <laughs> and his song Marshall Mathers uh, off the yeah, Marshall wait, Mathers LP. He, I don't he says, new kids up. on the block yeah. sucked a lot of dicks. Yes. Boy, girl groups make that. me sick. Right. What do, you, what do you think about that, Christy? I Final. love Eminem <laughs> so much. Um, I really, really do. However, you know, don't love that lyric in particular. <laughs> wouldn't be one of my faves. But I do want to say that I think Eminem is one of the greatest rappers ever of all time. Interesting that one of your favorite R and B groups is New Kids on the Block, and your favorite rapper is Eminem. It just seems. Like... <laughs> I just do. I think that they're you know, but that I, I don't. I, don't guess, love, I didn't love that. Your favorite lyric. NBA player of all time, Kevin Love. <laughs> Very strange. I don't know who that is, but I think I know what you're, what you're saying there. <laughs> Um, Tommy, I that think we should. A- oh wait, let's let's talk about Jared's uh, Jared's voicemail too, because I think he did bring up uh, some interesting points that he. I I like that he said that it doesn't bother him as much. It is very interesting that he, he quoted that he said LFO, but um, yeah, this may. I think that makes sense. Yeah, you're not going to be as angry at it. Like I liked 
Backstreet Boys. I didn't really love NSYNC growing up, but I like shit like One Direction. I I have I like hate, and it's because I didn't really? I, I didn't grow. Well, I don't hate. I just hate hearing about it. I, we a friend of the show texted me about them the other day, and I forgot to respond, and then he brought it up to me. But I was like, yeah, I think I just saw the name One Direction. I was like, yeah, why would I talk about this? It feels weird <laughs> as an adult man. I, you know, I, I, I'm i going to disagree with a couple aspects of that hot take, which I do respect and, and, and see, you know, some valid points in. But I think that their music has stood the test of time. But this, this is why. I feel listening to their hits, we just listened to Hangin' Tough, we had a great laugh. <laughs> that brought us together. That, you know, what is life if you're not laughing and, and sparking it, its joy? Like, I'm not listening being like, this is so, like, this is like, wow, this really holds up. Like, this beat, like, er, like, no, I'm listening to those lyrics, like, funky song, <laughs> hanging tough. <laughs> what are they talking like? But and that makes me smile. And that makes me happy. So for that reason, I, I I'd say I value their music even more now. Fair enough. Beautiful. That's fair. And Thank you. Yeah, I think those are I think those are good points. But it did bring us together instead of it trying did. to We're, divide you know, us like time. Jared's voicemail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> should we hear another uh, another song? Yeah, Christy. What do you want to do next? Oh my God. Um, I want. Ah, let's do step by step. Step by step. Ooh, baby, gonna get to you, girl. Step by step. I want to fast forward a little bit to the part where they break down the steps by number. Step yeah. One. <laughs> yeah. Yes, do that part. It's the best part. The song gets me hype. I think it's coming up right now. Yeah, it is. It's right after this. Lots of fun. Step two. <laughs> There's so much we can do. Step three. It's just you and me. Step four. I can give you more. Step five. Don't you know that the time is right? <laughs> How steps. good is that? You really, they're really Yo. saying nothing at all during what the steps nothing. are about to do. <laughs> Joey McIntyre is 14 saying, I can give you more. What do you have to give us? More food? 
what, what, what are you talking about more? He doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> it's so good, though. It's so good. It's so simple. <laughs> I always thought... I uh, love that song. I thought step four was making amends, but that was... <laughs> I've, I've been doing a different program. <laughs> It's really funny, like the step-by-step, step, like <laughs> the 12 steps, and you get on the block of this. Find your power. <laughs> 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 oh, God, this is really bringing me back. I love nostalgia, you know? I, Me too, man. I tried to watch uh, Rugrats last night for some nostalgia, but I, I, I couldn't pull the trigger. It was too... Some, d- Sometimes it upsets me to watch stuff like that, and you watch it through the lens of your childhood eyes, and you go, man, isn't this everything? Isn't this my whole fucking life? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, speaking of old cartoons, I think we should uh, talk about this uh, New Kids on the Block cartoon. Yeah, I was reading about New Kids on the Block. I found out that much like MC Hammer, they had a cartoon made about them, and I got very excited. And luckily there is a clip of at least one episode I could find on YouTube. Um, so I watched the whole 10 minutes they had available, and it yes. is... Christy, did you did you watch? Yes, I did my homework, and I <laughs> did watch this. I had never watched it before, because I don't think that this was a popular thing. <laughs> But I did watch it. Oh, before I play it, because I don't want to forget, um, the second or third comment on the YouTube made me laugh so hard. So this is from the New Kids on the Block cartoon. This is the comment. Well, I had no idea they had cartoons about them. Believe it or not, my husband, in all caps, would watch them. (laughs) And he told me about it and forced me, in all caps, to watch them. I guess you can call him an NNKOTB true fan. Oh my wow. god. He That's forced crazy. her. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sounds sick. Also, how how uh, fine of a line do you draw on like masculine shit? You're like my husband All found caps. this cartoon. <laughs> so I want to play first I want to play so the setup of the episode is uh, it's Joey gets to have one day at a real high school because he's sick of being tutored on the road. So they start with him like explaining this and also rapping at a chalkboard. Um, so I wanted to play that. I love the rap. I wanna, the rap yeah. is great. I'm going to play that first. I hope we can hear it well enough. Oh, good. Good, good. I guess tutoring on the road has its advantages check it out check it out but there's nothing like being in a real school some strange people out there well here check it out check it out right um hamlet is crazy he thinks he's the craziest dude man school's a big part of a kid's life read a book man go to the <laughs> library you know what i'm saying it's one-on-one and you can learn you know more but sometimes you just want to be with your friends and hang out and goof around back in them days you couldn't really express your feelings <laughs> Someday just go into a a regular school with regular kids and just have a (laughs) normal day of school. So one of the things he says is Hamlet is the craziest dude. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like some guy had the idea to do this, but nobody told Joey what a school was. (laughs) 
like he didn't know what they were talking about. He's like, kids go there. Like you can tell he doesn't know what school is. He doesn't know what education is. He's very lost throughout this entire video. <laughs> so then, so the way that they do it is they're on the tour bus and they trick their security guard by playing a new kids on the block video game. They have him start playing this new kids on the block video game. And while he's playing, they all sneak off the bus, which is a, a, an ingenious plan <laughs> from the new very kids. Very smart. <laughs> <laughs> you know how drivers always love video games. <laughs> That's how you get them. <laughs> and okay, so I'm going to play a little bit from the actual cartoon part. Um, and please look this up and watch it. It's so funny. <laughs> it's good. It's so good. Snuck away again. Hello. Here you go, Joe. Riverside High. So that's one of the greatest jokes ever written. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're a new kid. <laughs> <laughs> so they put they put Joey in a disguise, which is literally sunglasses and a hat. <laughs> and he thinks he's been caught because she says you're a new kid. <laughs> right. So yes. the the weird thing about this is now Joey, it seems like based on I'm kind of inferring this it seems like joey is high school age and the rest of the guys are not right at this point so why yeah, are they also why would it only be him who wants to go yeah but they're also spending their big day off at a high school <laughs> which yes. i think is weird <laughs> who are they tommy mcnamara <laughs> that's what tommy says is the first thing he's gonna do when corona ends is go back to he can't wait to get back into the halls of a high school <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the animation in this remind you of the Ninja Turtles? Yeah, totally. It was like the same people. I just expected to see like a giant rat and like pizza. Like <laughs> it very much looked like a Ninja Turtles episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, let me play a little bit that more. They just put <laughs> I've, I've got a clip in. I want to play from it too, but after, yeah. Oh, do you know if you if you aren't even lined up? Then. I have. It's just. It's just this. Like last. It's pretty much just that last part with the football challenge. That I think. Do you remember where funny, it starts? Oh, yeah. It's at like nine twelve. But I have it. Like I have it here. But it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll play it from the speaker, so it'll be a little. Okay. Louder, yeah, that's yeah. a better idea. Yeah, like nine twelve. New kids on the block. Ugh, I love the new kids. They're so cute. <laughs> if I ever meet those guys, I'll show them who's got the right stuff. I'd like to take on those dudes on the football field. Football? You're on. Let's play ball. What? Who are you? We're the new kids on the team. All right. Let's suit up. They call me Bruce. That's it. And it's you. That part where he smell one the he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> also, why do all like they all have these thick like Brooklyn accents? Like yeah. where's like the Boston like I don't hear any 
Boston. And it's Riverside right. High, it? which Riverside would be Bronx, right? It would be. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I also, I don't think you can <laughs> yeah. hear it. I mean, I don't think you could tell from the audio, but at the end of that clip, one, they, they're challenged to a football game, which is, there's, only, there's not enough of them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a fight. <laughs> No, yeah, but a f- I want to play them in football. There's like I'll be the <laughs> offensive lineman. <laughs> like that's not a that's not like a that uh you know I don't know scary of a challenge. But also that one guy he squeezes the football until it bursts, which is not how you play football. <laughs> that's it. Frankly, I think you're going to be penalized in some way if you do that on the field. He was def- yeah, but he was hanging tough. <laughs> that's true. He was like Tom Brady deflating those balls. <laughs> Step one. You deflate lots of balls. Deflate the balls. Step two. If he doesn't deflate those footballs, the fucking Colts win sixty to two. <laughs> They'd give up a safety. Yeah, there's a safety in there. <laughs> of course, there's gonna be one safety. He's not gonna have a safety. <laughs> God, that, I watched that I'm game live and it was devastating. You introduced that to me. What's that? I'm happy you guys introduced that New Kids on the Block cartoon yeah, to me. Great I sent find, it to Tommy. my sister. There's only yeah, there's only like little clips. I don't think that I, I wish there's, I could there's have. There's a part two to that episode that I started watching, and then as soon as I got two minutes into it, I said, "What what am I doing?" Yeah, I've done, ten minutes is I've about done more than enough work for the show. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is one other gimmicky thing we had. Um, here I'll do it. Um, I found a quiz. Um, it's not. It's not like trivia. It's um, okay. Which new kid on the block would be your dream date? Okay. So I'm gonna ask you some questions, give you some options, and they're gonna pick your dream date for you. We'll see if it lines up with your actual one. I'm very intrigued. Oh my god, this is so. And it's also funny because I don't know if my dream date now would be my dream date then. Like, am I playing for a like eleven like kid Christy, or am I, or am I playing for Christy the woman? That that's your choice. That seems yeah. That seems like a Christy uh, <laughs> question to me. I'm gonna play for Christy the woman. Okay, but but I'm curious. Okay, I'm so excited. Okay, Th- there's twelve questions. The first thing you notice about a guy is his charm. His smile, his moves, his eyes, or his body? <laughs> his smile. Wow. <laughs> All right. I like a happy person. You want your dates to be cuddly and cozy? Uh, <laughs> sorry, one second. The ads are. I just know which one of these go with which guy. <laughs> cuddly and cozy, predictable and G rated, passionate and hot. Fun and creative, or thrilling and exciting? I'm going to go with passionate and hot. Oh, I thought you were going to go with fun and creative. <laughs> I was going to go with that one, but I'm full of surprises. I wonder who goes with the one that's like G-rated and... Uh... <laughs> Predictable. Okay, you and your crush have the flu. Oh, and no. you're stuck in the apartment all weekend. So this has to be woman, Christy. Coronavirus. <laughs> because you have an apartment. Um, okay. Make <laughs> making prank calls and playing board games, laying quietly beside each other and flipping through magazines, drinking OJ and popping vitamins till the flu bug disappears, making out, you've both got the same germs, so who cares, or cuddling on the couch watching old romantic movies. I'd say drinking orange juice and popping pills. <laughs> <laughs> it does say vitamins, I should specify. <laughs> 
<laughs> what? I heard pills. <laughs> okay. The, the thing that impresses you most on a first date is his confidence, how hot he looks, when he dances with you, when he brings you flowers, or when he isn't afraid to make a move. Um, I feel like A and E are the same or A, like confidence and not being afraid to make a move is very similar, but I'm going to go with the confidence. So you want someone who's confident, but afraid to make a move. Yeah. I think that that's, I think those are not the same because you could be sitting there like I'm a badass, but, uh, but you're afraid to touch girls (laughs) and that's normal in, uh, in men and for you. Okay. <laughs> no, I want confidence because I can make moves. So I don't <laughs> okay, when you and your boyfriend get into a fight, he's always the first Ooh. one to say sorry. He tries to calm you down with a hug. You fight fairly and listen to each other. You both look forward to makeup sex, or it gets so loud and heated that the entire neighborhood can hear it. I'm going to go with the middle one that we like communicate okay <laughs> hell yeah that's the one i picked too i'm also doing this quiz on my own so see who i get <laughs> that's unauthorized <laughs> <laughs> so to our gambling listeners place your side bets on who i'm gonna get if michael jordan is listening uh... <laughs> okay something that turns you off completely with a guy is meanness arrogance ugliness stupidity or awkwardness um meanness (laughs) yeah that's what i picked too i don't want a meanie i I don't care if you've gotten i love a dummy if you got to this point i feel like ugliness if if just one day you're like man my boyfriend is ugly (laughs) like that just seems like a you problem that's true (laughs) um you like your guys athletic and smart shy and reserved Cute and sweet, flirty and forward, or gorgeous and sexy? <laughs> Athletic and smart. Wow. All right. I don't what like the combinations here. I think Me I'm going neither. with. I really don't. I think I'm going with cute and sweet on this one. <laughs> but I don't like how it's like smart and athletic. Those are not to get like the. And the last one's like gorgeous, gorgeous and sexy. And sexy. It's like those are your kill. You don't need both of those words in there. Yeah. Okay, I don't think. <laughs> Who wrote? Do Tommy, know? did you write this? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's uh, it's your crush's birthday. You surprise him with, and also in some of these you have a boyfriend, and in other you have a crush. But I'm not gonna get into that. Um, <laughs> Okay, you surprise your crush with a night out on the town, hopping from club to club, a love letter, a membership to the gym. Uh, you you wrapped, the original Peloton. You wrapped in a naughty nighty, or a Ooh. rare edition of his favorite book. <laughs> I'm gonna say, oh, this is a hard one. Maybe a love letter. That was my second choice. I went with the night on the town clubbing. <laughs> yeah, you, you go to clubs? I mean, in this scenario, I do. <laughs> okay. If I'm a young woman about town, you better believe I'm clubbing. <laughs> Seeing who wants to rub on my y- young body. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> 
All right. Um, <laughs> we're on question nine out of 12. Um, you and your crush have been apart for one month. When you finally hook up, the first thing you do is start kissing passionately, make out, make out, and oh yeah, make out. <laughs> Just stare at each other quietly for a little bit. Embrace in a 10-minute bear hug. Or start crying because you're so happy to see each other. So here's my issue with this one. <laughs> what is the line of distinction they draw between the two guys f- between start kissing passionately and make out, make out, and oh yeah, make out? They well, think that one of the guys fits that and the other guy fits the other one. And I need to know. I, I wish I could see the analytics of this quiz. Well, the person who wrote the quiz died. <laughs> They were trampled to death at a concert. Oh, man. Fuck 2020. Um, okay, Christy, what do you say? Um, I'm going to say um, passionately make... Actually, yeah, I'm going to say the first one. Okay. I passionate went, I went second one. <laughs> Ooh. I almost did that one. I so clicked the, the first, first one, one, and then I switched to the second one right at the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question ten. You would d- okay. <laughs> you would dump your man in a second if one second um, he started to bore you, didn't make you feel sexy, gained too much weight, <laughs> cheated on you, or lied to you. Um, I think A. He got boring. Wow, I went with cheated. This man. <laughs> I don't think I would. You don't think you'd cheated. leave him if he cheated on you? Well, I no, guess if I he's in new kids, you're probably if it's like an aff- If it's like an affair, that's different than like he cheated, like he made out with someone. I don't care about that. What if, if it's like an affair. What if they made out, made I out, think, and oh yeah, made out. That, <laughs> made that's out? a good question. Well, that's different. That's bordering affair territory. <laughs> but no, I think if somebody <laughs> gets boring, like their personality changes... I would, I would have to. I need. To, I can't be bored in a relationship. Have Have you been with somebody who just all of a sudden went from very exciting to they just got boring? No, and name but names. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. It but... seems strange that somebody would. Just, I guess like over decades, maybe somebody would get boring. But it would seem strange for somebody to just all of a sudden get bored, unless maybe they got into like a horrific one's... car accident or something. <laughs> This one's definitely, I think, about Jonathan, who is getting depressed and harboring a lot of, like, he was had a lot of quiet energy and was being a little withdrawn. I think that's what this is indicative sure. of. But, yeah, I, okay. I, I would say, hey, bored. All right, all right. Question 11. When you walk into a room, you demand attention and you get it. Uh, smile and talk to everyone are surrounded by people instantly strut and feel confident or enter quietly and keep to yourself (laughs) (laughs) the saddest thing in the world (laughs) tom what did you say i think i'm gonna go with either smile and talk to everyone or demand attention and you get it because i think i do that but yeah i'm gonna go with that one and I got to say, I think demand attention and you get it is, again, a very fine separation between that and strut confidently and all that good stuff. I agree. I'm going to go with 
smile. I want to go smile and say hi to everyone. All right, we got because I'm not a monster. <laughs> wow, uh, you let me answer the monster one first, and then you uh, throw out accusations like that. I see. I see what you're doing. <laughs> okay, so this last question. This is a problem we run into <laughs> with these quizzes a lot of the time. It'd be so funny if they just yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so this has happened before, where the qu- the quiz has some <laughs> questions that are very vague, and then this is the last question. You have just won a private dinner with the new kid of your choice. Without hesitation, you pick. And then it's just a list of their names. <laughs> oh, God. Now I would pick Danny Wood. Okay. Wow. So if this okay. gives you Danny, then it makes me very mad. <laughs> I, and I picked Donnie. So I have to click again to get the result. That's so stupid. Wait, what? I have to start a survey to see the, what the hell. Does Tommy? Oh have my to do god! That? I'm yeah, also do you have doing to do this. It? Um, oh my god! It's not letting me do it. Come on now. Okay. Oh, oh we gotta get. This I brutal. almost chose Donnie, but I decided to go with Danny. Oh, this can't how, be how this ends. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go through it. It's not letting me do it. Is the thing that sucks. Oh my god! You're gonna have to do a follow up then. If I Tom. have to do this again, I'm gonna be so mad. All I'm, right, I have to do it on my computer. I'm currently so. honestly, Tom. Right, Tom, I'll it might not be worth by the end because uh, you have to do a lot of shit that I'm just doing very quickly. Um, <laughs> this sucks. It's very frustrating. What? Uh, it's funny that there are a lot of, like your reaction, Tom. Like I get the frustration, but you're. so... I'm so angry right now. This is like a this is like <laughs> a fifteen. I've never seen you this upset. I'm very pissed. This is like a fifteen question survey, by the way. <laughs> this is crazy. It's a why would you have to do this many things to find this out? And if it if <laughs> after all this it just picks the one that you say you'd go on a date with. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna be really miffed then, I tell you. Also, I want well, to point I out I that I took this quiz, even though it's a it's about guys, because I, unlike Tommy, I am not afraid of uh, my masculinity. And uh, so right now, <laughs> I'm stuck on what is your five digit zip code, and I put in the zip code, and it's not letting me do it. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is so insane. Christy, <laughs> maybe really do funny. you? Christy, do you have anything you want to plug while we're? <laughs> this is the best time for it, probably. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, you can check out oh my website, christychello.com. I gave it a makeover recently. Hell yeah! Um, and and you know, follow me on Insta. Sometimes I'm like trying the live stuff, but. We'll see. You know, I look forward to hopefully performing live again soon. Yes. Wait, have you been doing Zoom shows? The thing is, is I'll do yes, but I'm not doing stand up. I'm just like talking or riffing. I have not uh, done any stand up and I, I haven't wanted to. Yeah. You know, this is not working. Have you guys? Oh, this is crazy. I am so mad that this is. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pretend. Okay, well, why don't I pretend that it worked? Or like, um, you got Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's the one I didn't want. If you guys had to place bets on like, who you it think was... I was going to get, who did you think I was going to get? I thought you were going to get Donnie. Um, 
I don't know why because I don't know these guys that personally, but that's that's what I felt. So I, I answered like 16 questions about how often I get my lashes done, and then it finally got to zip code, and I put in my zip code, and it wouldn't accept it, and I kept putting in random zip codes, and it wouldn't accept them, and that is the end of my life. All right. I'm trying it now, but I'm sure I'll come up with the same, but you guys don't right, wait for me. Christy, let's, let's, let's play song. some more songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, can you do tonight, but maybe, I don't, I don't know when, maybe start at the beginning. I don't, I don't know what the best part of it is. It might be the beginning. That is, of course, Such a good song. using Yule Hens. I have some breaking news here. <gasps> I should date Joey. He... You got it to work? <laughs> no way. I got my answer. I got feel? Joey. You seem happy. You seem happy. It says, you like your guys sweet and lovable. <laughs> <laughs> you are a true romantic and nothing makes you feel more loved than slow dancing with the man in your life. You like to spend oh. the weekends just chilling with your sweetie watching romantic movies. Joey is definitely the new kid on the block for you. <laughs> Not the result you wanted? See other results. <laughs> All right, let's see what it would say for you. Who did we say she got? Jonathan? <laughs> well, yeah, Tommy made up that I got Jonathan. So Tommy made up Even that you got Jonathan, and okay. that's not the one you wanted. Go, the go most with, wonderful um, feeling for you... Oh, don't make me do this. All right. Uh, the most wonderful uh, feeling for you is when your guy flashes you one of his special smiles. This could <laughs> you be are you. quiet and a little shy, but when you are with the one you love, uh, you hold nothing back. You are content to spend an evening relaxing with your love, doing nothing crazy. Simply being with one another is all you care about, and the new kid on the block that was meant to be yours is Jonathan. Oh, You got it. The right stuff. Yay. I love they clarified awesome. what you got. Because in this day and age, mm, I was wondering. You don't want to get it. Uh-uh. Keep it away from me. <laughs> Let's play. Um, I just want to run through the songs really quickly. Yeah. And then a lot on Facebook, do, do Facebook, so. then get out of here. Um, yes. 
So you, you picked two more, but we already did one that wasn't in the list. So I'm going to take off Please Don't Go Girl and only play um, this one's for the children. This will be the last song. Um, yeah, I hope you're fucking happy, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we switched out Hanging Tough for Please Don't Go Girl because you can't have both those. <laughs> True. Yeah. So this is, um, this is so silly. This, is, this, this one's for the children. This is Christmas album, Please? I think. Please don't go, girl. Oh, sorry. What did the robot? I think talk? the song's off their Christmas, off their Christmas album. The, this one's for the children. This is a very serious message. So all of you, please listen. darken your day but show you there's a better way i'm all ears i mean come on this one's for the children that's cool. that was beautiful see what range what depth wow um and now you wouldn't expect the guys that took it step by step <laughs> to do this did you no the other songs were definitely not for children but no. this one <laughs> This one is for the children. And the second that it ends on the album, your parent has to eject the disc. The second that the next track plays, you've been, you're now an adult. You've been compromised morally. Get out of the pool. It's adult swim. <laughs> a lot of their music has the energy. Have you guys seen, <laughs> this is like a, I think it's like a Reddit thing. But the guy's leaning towards the girls, and there's that like line of what makes you a, a masculine man. A lot of these have that angle energy where it's the guy <laughs> leaning in, and they got to shift uh. to standing up straight. Make her come to you, Donnie. <laughs> um, wait, do we have one more song? No, I or think that, that's six. Hell yeah. yeah, we've heard the music. Um, let's go to Facebook because we got a lot of comments on this post today and I posted it kind of late too, but people were very excited to get involved in the chat for new kids on the block. I beat everybody to the punch with the, uh, the LFO line. I really think that I did a good job of getting ahead of that one. Cause I think that we would have been, <laughs> I think this thing would have been covered and they had a bunch of hits, um, and so you guys are welcome that I that I be to it. Um, let's see. Uh, is this why people pretend they're good? Anyway. Um, oh, John Borromeo says, Step by Step is the only song on my sex playlist. All right. 
<laughs> I wonder if that if if a guy has uh, this sort of music on their their uh, sex playlist, does are you like proud of them, Christy? Yeah, and I think they have like a good sense of humor. Sure. I mean that would that would only make me want to have sex more if I heard that. <laughs> um, Corey Clifford writes. <laughs> I never got into them, missed it by a few years, but my sister and I used to buy CD singles from the 50 Cent Band back in the day, and Jordan Knight's song, Give It To You, was a Jeep Shaker. A Jeep Shaker makes it sound like you're banging your sister, brother. And I would be careful with that language uh, there, my man. Um, Give It To You is a great solo song by Jordan Knight. I love that song. I think Jordan Knight is the one that is he says he's not a Republican but he doesn't like how the media has treated Donald Trump. And Tommy has asked me not to talk about Trump on this podcast because he says that uh, Republicans listen to podcasts too. And I think that uh, it is our duty to... Speaking of Jordan. (laughs) Republicans subscribe to Patreons too. (laughs) Uh, most of this show is going to be quotes from the Jordan documentary uh, from here on out. Hey, Jordan Knight, that kind of works. Um, Neil Snyder writes, The Block 2008 is a good R&B-inspired adult contemporary album. I missed the initial craze. Dante Powell writes, I came into the boy band craze a little after they had sort of fallen away. I really like some Joey McIntyre and Jordan Knight songs, though. Also, my friend just wrote a book about them and their crews. Very yeah. interesting. And that friend, uh, I believe, is the one who wrote to me with some uh, with some information about how cool of guys these guys are, which I'll get to last. Um, Tony Daw writes, I had a t-shirt and a few cassettes when I was nine. There's not much to defend, though, because, besides their uh, for their cruise, which I'm sure was amazing. Um, Len Bixen's band saw them on their reunion tour, said it was a great show. Tony Zaret, our buddy Tony, says, I have a weird memory. I was in class with two girls. Uh, I was in class and two girls were having an argument. And the only thing I remember which has stuck with me to this day is one of them said, The Simpsons is a fad. New kids are forever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Selena Kopic writes, Every Bostonian has a story of how they are somehow within two to three degrees of one of the members or family members. So Mark Wahlberg counts. It's just how some things work. Similar Similar to Whitey Bulger, we all have some connection, however small. Interesting. That's funny. Um, Tony Zaret also writes, Oh, also, they were highly hated on by all the middle school boys out of jealousy because every girl seemed to be obsessed with them. There was a rumor slash joke going around that they all had cuts on their dicks because one of them had braces. Now, that's just oh not God. very nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's see here. Ben Kim writes, When I first heard Please Don't Go, Girl, I actually thought they were black. I th- I think it holds up as a fine entry in that 80s drum machine uh, balladry genre. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Ron Trimbath <laughs> writes, New Kids on the Block sounds like the people that Tommy would prey upon. Now, <laughs> that's just not very nice. And who would, why would I read that? Ashley Bizzle Bizzle writes, My five-year-old self once pushed a girl off a mini-jeep for stealing a small magazine clipping of New Kids on the Block from me that I had found on the ground earlier that day. She said it was hers. (laughs) Finders keepers, bitch. Now, where do you land in that argument, uh, Christy? 
finders keepers argument. Yeah, of her finding this and then uh, someone getting mad at her. Well, I think if it really belonged to the other girl, then you gotta give it back to her. I don't think it's finders keepers, losers weepers. Well, like that. you heard it here, Ashley. You're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but honestly, Ashley, I would have done the same thing. You know what I mean? Thank God, you girl. I would have done the same thing. But if it was her poster, oh. you know. Uh, Miranda Britton writes, Until I watched it, uh, until I watched it 2017, I got new kids on the block confused with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch and Boys to Men. Now I know them solely as an 80s group that it wasn't cool to like. Interesting. Um, Ari Joseph says, like most American music, new kids sound style movies or moves, etc., were appropriated from black culture. Yeah, that's uh, that's certainly true. He says it's a poor man's uh, knockoff of uh, New Edition. Well, we definitely believe that to be true, considering they were created by the same creator of New Edition. So there you go. Uh, possibly for spite. By the way, we've lost Tommy. I don't know what happened. I'm assuming his. Uh, Either. I know Tommy's Tommy's gone. I we think Tommy up. got very angry and jealous of the new kids. Not unlike those middle schoolers that Tony um, dealt with. He's uh, yeah, and he seemed real. You know, Tommy changed after the quiz. I know uh, his you know, whole really, thing was different. He's not, he couldn't recover. He could. That. He was. He's been seething the whole episode, and we could see it. Whole, oh, there he we is. Knew it was coming. There he is. Let's pretend we weren't saying all this stuff. <laughs> Yeah. One last thing. Uh, Tommy uh, was uh, visibly angry, and he broke another doorknob in his house while on <laughs> on camera. And now Tommy is joining back, and uh, he's been he's been a good sport in all of this. Did we didn't panic? We were able to handle the the loss of the Mac Man in stride, and now we're glad to have him back. We're back. Welcome back. That Mac was terrifying. Took some time to cool off, did you? <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. The second you said Tony's there, my computer just like glitched. And it, oh, no. And it went black for a second, and I was so nervous that it would have ended the Zoom and like lost the recording, which luckily it did not. Uh, it's kind of this messiah yes. complex I have where I thought that I would. <laughs> it was all on my shoulders. <laughs> All right, well, well, now we know not to say Tony's there ever again on the show. Exactly. Um, we do have some, I got some messages from, this lady. I want to say her name, it's K-A-I-R-A. I don't know, is it Kyra? 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 It's K-A-I-R-A, though. I would say Kyra. Kyra, okay. Uh, Kyra Williams writes to me, uh, she was referenced in the Facebook thread, somebody tagged her, and... Uh, she said, I'm basically an expert, so my thoughts are endless. I'll tell you that Donnie is likely the nicest human to ever walk this planet, which I think is a bold statement. Um, and I asked her if she had any examples, and she DM'd me. Um, the short of it is that uh, he is one of the best entertainers when it comes to fan interaction. There's an annual cruise for New Kids on the Block, and Donnie wears himself out making sure he can take a selfie with every single person. And that's like 3,000 people. He always stops at a Waffle House when they're on tour and tips like $1,000 every time. I like that. That that made me like him. I like people yeah. who go to restaurants where the staff is probably not making a fuckload. And rather than going to like a high end, like the fanciest restaurant in town, you go to a fucking Waffle House and then make this uh, yeah, like waiter or waitress's day. 
Um, she writes, he has done interviews for me and actually made sure I could meet him backstage while they were in Grand Rapids last summer so that my comedy partner and I could get another video that he shared slash retweeted, etc. for visibility. He's just super sweet and down to earth. I actually just published a book about the new kids cruise, so I've been talking to lots of people about it, LOL. He's been on Instagram live chatting with random fans almost every night during the quarantine. It's just, he's great. I really I I appreciate that uh that insider info, Kyra. Um so he does seem like a good guy. I think that this is a good stopping point uh for the show. We've heard the songs, we've seen the the comments from the the passionate Facebook users uh and uh the internet is being a pain in the ass. So um stupid Zoom, but I think that we we've, we've done what we needed to do here. Let's let's review this playlist. Tommy, do you want to go first? Or you want me to? Um, I can go first. So we give the playlist a score out of the six songs. Uh, score out of six based on the six songs. I uh, was pleasantly surprised. I thought that they were going to be way more obnoxious and not this kind of sweet R and B that they ended up being. Um, they're definitely goofy as hell, um, and I'll <laughs> I will never put this on by choice. But I didn't. I didn't hate it. Hate it. So I'm going to go. Three out of six. Wow. Okay, Tommy. Okay. All right. I you uh, you've made me the bad guy this week because <laughs> because this one for some reason I was not moved at all. By <laughs> Are you serious? I thought I just, that Tommy was gonna. I just no. I you know what I didn't hate it. It wasn't something where I was. It wasn't something that I was like, oh, this is hurting my ears. I must turn this off. But it was a thing where I was like, I'll never put this on on purpose. <laughs> but having said that, it was it wasn't like detestable. It wasn't something that I was I found repugnant. It was it was fine. Uh, so I'm gonna go with a two out of six this week. And but for guests, I'm going wow. six out of six, if not ten out of six. I think this was a difficult so one Christy, because it is us, a boy band. It's a give boy us your band own score and then give us your plug. And I just, it just never resonated with me. Um, my score? And, yeah, I think I think that's yeah. all. But, Christy, you also get to rate this playlist out of six. What do you give it? A six. <laughs> I don't even got to think about that shit. It's definitely a six. I love it. It was fucking awesome. I had the best time, and I would listen to it every day. <laughs> Christy, what do you want to plug? I mean, I think that's great. I'm mad at you guys, and I'm definitely mad at you guys. (laughs) Please don't be mad at us, Christy. Honestly, I'm the reason why Tom's computer keeps breaking. (laughs) Somehow it happened to both of us this time, which is very strange. He invited me on. You guys invited me on your show to make a fool of me. You made this is your live show all over again. <laughs> this is your live show all over again, and I'm humiliated. Christy, any plugs before you uh, go to plot our deaths? <laughs> no, just follow me at Christy Cello. We love, I love you. you guys, and thank you You're for the best. having me. We love you. Thanks so much for coming on, Christy. This was so fun. Um, guys, I'm going to do a little love. plug. This uh, is the best my- day of my life. Love you guys. I love you. You're the best. So fun. I love you. I love you more. <laughs> we got to, we got a couple of plugs here. First of all, check out my uh my other podcast, um 
Stand Up with Tom Scarts on Comedy Central. And check out Tommy's new podcast, My Spectacular Life, a memoir in the key of storytelling. <laughs> I got through half of it yesterday, and I laughed the whole goddamn uh, Thank way. you so it's much, so Tom. Funny. Uh, yeah, please it's, listen I to really it. love it. Um, I've been having a great time listening to it, so hopefully it, uh, people people check it out. Yeah, thank you so much. That was what it, all I have to plug, so I really appreciate it. Of course. Um, and yeah, get on the Patreon. I got some content that I'm putting up there. I'm going to try to get it up there today. Uh, this all, Hopefully I can get this episode pieced together today, too. Mm-hmm. This is going to be tricky. But um, we miss you. Uh, keep it crispy. We'll see you next week. Bye.